Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. I know I'm not Dave LaGreca. He is getting his butt kicked. I'm Tommy Dreamer sitting in the big boy chair alongside the WWE Hall of Famer, the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And we are talking everything professional wrestling. We are talking about William Morrissey, formerly known as Big Cass, debut in Impact Wrestling. We're talking about Kenny Omega. We are talking to the nation, getting all of their questions. And most importantly, when it's me and Mark, we kind of had to come up with a new name. It's called the Sweet Meats Edition of Falls Count Anywhere Friday. And we have Jordan Grace, the new Knockouts champion, gracing the show. Listen to it right now. The Busted Open Podcast. Welcome to the Sweet Meat Edition of Busted Open. I love it. I love, okay, now, so normally I would be, I would tell the Sweet Meat story. But no, I'm going to I'm going to let you tell the sweet me story because you, you do it justice. All right. Well, me and Mark Henry, we had a long, long feud in world wrestling entertainment for a lot of times. And a lot of times he is the world's strongest man. He would pick you up for a bear hug and I'd be gasping for air. And I remember one time, you know, Mark, I wore a T-shirt and Mark also had uh you know the singlet and i remember i i grab his singlet while i was the bear hug in front of sold out crowd and i go and i'm gonna act like i'm gonna pull down his singlet and he goes don't you expose the sweet meat (laughs) so now there was another point where now i start punching mark in his face and i'm like just get off me i can't breathe and then i bite him and then I take off to the ropes to go to do something to him. And then Mark just goes and gives me the big Mark Henry Vader like move. And it was the combination of his sweet meats in my Abbey lats. And when we hit this colossal <laughs> splattered between our two sweet meats and our two sweet meats collided from sweat and just kind of having big obliques. And that's I'm going to tell you what it sounds like. I want everybody to go and buy like a giant brisket or a roast. And I want you to pick it up over your head and slam it down on the floor. That's what it sounds like. 
And like he was hitting me high, and I was I'm delirious. And our both our pecs and lats hit, and it was just like splattering of meat. So oh my, my god, it's so gross! It's so gross. Well, but you know what, Tommy? Story. The the active effect was the 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 people loved it. They were hanging oh. from the rafter. And then Mark would also deliver a pitcher perfect elbow drop, and I'd be laying there, and I'd be like, here comes the sweet meat. (laughs) It's good. You're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to have fun. And and I think that's one of the lost arts of pro wrestling. Uh, If you started going down the list of guys that had the most fun in the ring, and we did a Dave LaGreca power ranking of – the guys that had the most fun, you know who would be at the top of the list. Oof, there'd Fit be a Finley. few. Fit Finley would oh, be at the absolutely. top. Absolutely. He had so much fun. Like, there were times where he he made me laugh so hard that I just had to turn my back to him and just, like, whatever happens, happens now because the camera's going to see me laughing. And meanwhile, he looks like the most ferocious guy out there. And being the professional that he is, reading Hornswoggle's book, and you know, I've been in the ring with Fit, but all the times that he would uh, rib Hornswoggle or rib Chimmel during his entrance, and you think like he's like you know sitting there cursing him out, but meanwhile, he's just doing different stuff to him. It's so much fun. Yeah, this is a little tease, but uh, I'm gonna have to tell the the most famous. Fit Finley story of all time. He he got me he got me twice, but the the number one I'm going to tell that story. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till um, the nine o'clock or the well, ten o'clock hour uh, before we do our uh, pay our homage to Mr. Justin Labar, who unfortunately I don't think is going to be with us today, which sucks. I miss Justin. I look forward to Friday so we can get the news. No big get the news down low. No scoops, man. That sucks. It was a good week for professional wrestling, but I mean, Rebellion started it hot, plus the two shows on yep. A&E, which Sundays are becoming one of my favorite days of professional wrestling because the, the biographies, the Roddy Piper biography, as well as the hidden treasures, is I love it. It's also because... It's very, very incorporating the WWE universe and the fans and showing like the history of it all. And I, and I do. I love those two shows. And Sunday with Rebellion trending and the initial pay-per-view buy rates are in there. And it did very, very good business uh, for Impact Wrestling. And then kind of this week was a we were saying it off the air. It was a week where not a lot of things happened. It was still a very good week of professional wrestling. Right. Just not a lot balance. of things. Yeah. It was a balanced week. Uh, Raw was balanced. Um, NXT and AEW were balanced shows. Uh, Impact uh, last night was a pretty balanced show. Nothing exceptional out of the ordinary happened. But nonetheless, we, we, we get six days in a row of pro wrestling. Yeah. I mean, like, you, you can complain all you want to, but as a wrestling fan, uh, we, we're doing right now what we all talk about living the dream 
Uh, you 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 want to make sure that you don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Absolutely. Like I, I just can't do it. I, I'm not going to complain. I'm I'm going to enjoy watching wrestling Monday through Friday and Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I still get my fix because I have busted open on Saturday with Ryan McKenna, who Ryan will be live from Austin, Texas. We will be doing the first installment of busted open Saturday edition together. And I'm looking forward to that on Sundays. The podcast, we get the podcast drops. I mean, it drops and oh man, like I'm, I always look forward to that. So like, you know, really seven days a week now we have, we have pro wrestling, so you can't complain. No, Uh, you know, Mark, why I'm so passionate about professional wrestling and why I am the way I am about everything, which if you work with me, it's to the annoying point. And I know it's because of what professional wrestling has only given me, but it was also because of what is when it was taken away from me. And, you know, for ECW, that the fact that fans still talk about it um, and because it was just literally tucked away and ripped away from everybody. And then, you know, you were there too when, when WCW went away and the business was on fire to then it was a lull, lull point in the business. And now we're back to being on fire and we want everyone to succeed. We want to have uh, all these promotions up and running just because, Hey, you know, you're talking to two guys who were a part of when the business was down there was a lot of competition in the means of a lot of wrestlers not working, but now when you have this opportunity and I mean, literally there's a different show on every single day. MLW now has uh, you know, a clearance on Saturdays uh, on vice, which will be interesting um, with the NWA doing their stuff, new Japan doing their stuff. And yes, impact AEW. That means like when I was a kid, when Mark was a kid, you're, you're growing up and getting different wrestlers, different people's visions of professional wrestling, and you're getting to watch it each and every day, which is awesome. It really, really is. Tommy, and also you, you have the, uh, the new shows that are on. We, we talk about all the pro wrestling shows um, really six days a week. And then you have you can go on Vice and see Dark Side of the Ring and all of the replays and yep. the new caption show. And then you can go to A&E and you can see the biographies. You can see hidden treasures. Like there's so much wrestling on, on, on mainstream television today that, you know, we're, we're going to have to start talking about that with Ms. and Mrs. Gabby always has the Diva on Diva segment where she talks about all of the reality shows and what happened and what's trending in that direction. So, I mean, we, I don't know if there's any other industry. Um, we had the NFL draft last night um, and you, they try to create drama the whole oh, year because they don't want to be forgotten. They don't want to have a dead period. And uh, football season now is all year long because they figured out in order to keep everybody's attention, we have to stir the pot. 
And I, I'm I'm uh, I'm 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 tired of seeing everybody else steal from wrestling. You know, when I watched that, you know, Roger Goodell last year was phenomenal. I thought it was the most personable you could see because literally he's holding a one man show in his, uh, you know, basement. And you're seeing all the coaches this year. Every time he walked out there, he reminded me of Vince McMahon without the personality because he yeah. was getting booed the whole time. And instead of embracing it, he was acting like a total baby face. But I mean, every single time he went out there and I mean, he surrounded himself that opening uh, thing with every great Cleveland Brown he could find. And he's still like trying still to hype up the crowd. Work. And they're like, we still hate you. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was pretty cool, though, that they, they brought the chair out that he sat in last year during COVID hell. And they had the draft at everybody's homes. And the they pick they pick random fans out of the crowd and say, yep. "Hey, you sit in this chair. I'm gonna come by, give you a fist bump, and uh, I'm gonna keep it moving." But it was I thought they did a good job of uh, stealing from pro wrestling. And I told Jacob last night we were watching, flipping back and forth between Impact and and the draft, and I said, "Why don't he just go out there and say?" Guys, that's all you got. I got I got more booze in Philly. <laughs> exactly. You know, embrace like, the role. I mean, embrace the you you said it best. Embrace the role. You'll bring them in and then they'll quit doing it because it's not fun no more. <laughs> you know, you also you talk about reminding me of professional wrestling when they brought that chair there. It reminded me of OVW where they had the local um, furniture shop and they used to have the two luxury seats that they would upgrade the fans yeah. and then WWE started doing that with like lounge seats where your family would get upgraded and put in these like lounge seats and I was VIP just like, I experience. can't believe I'm watching this in the NFL but it's it's amazing it truly is it's Carney 101 but it still worked hey if, if it ain't broke don't <laughs> fix it uh, Tommy, what what are you looking forward to on SmackDown tonight? I mean, like, it's it's um, it's me and Dave. We always have this thing on Friday where we look forward to what's going on on SmackDown. Uh, we talk about the week that was. Dave usually sets up his power ranking, and then we we go into this what we're looking forward to. Uh, I know what I'm looking forward to tonight. Uh, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the progression of Daniel Bryan and Cesaro's storyline. Uh, I have a lot invested in Daniel Bryan, uh, which you'll find out at a later turn time once the podcast drops. But, you know, I kind of heard some rumors and rumblings. He may be uh, leaving SmackDown and or, you know, wrestling part time. And I don't want to see that because I'm a big Daniel Bryan fan. But I also like the ascension of Cesaro and the future storylines with him and Roman Reigns. That's, that's where I am. I, I, I can't wait to see what Cesaro can do to entice Roman into looking at him as a main event player that could put him in jeopardy. And they're going to have to do something. And as a fan, uh, I think that going after Jey Uso, and saying, hey, 
I took out your heater. And then going to Paul Heyman and getting him hemmed up and, and saying, just like I found you right here, Paul, I could find you again. And, and they could talk about their history. I agree. Right. And now you can, uh, you know, he's, I know you as well as anybody, you know, like let, let them have an interaction. And now Roman could come to him and say, hey, you need to back off my people. Leave me alone. Leave Like, you're not going to get a chance. You haven't done anything. Who are you? You're nobody. Yada, yada, yada. And, and that will help build uh, what I think will be a successful um, challenge between Roman and Cesaro. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Mark, we saw the debut on Sunday, Rebellion. I know everyone's talking about Kenny Omega and Rich Swan. I'd love to hear your thoughts, but we also saw the re-debut of the artist formerly known as Big Cass, now W. Morrissey going as his own name, and man, did he look to be in incredible shape. Wow. I, I've never seen him look better than he does now. His state of mind is clear. We had him on last week, and he was explaining to us that he eliminated the anxiety and eliminating anxiety took for him to be happy with him. 
that it, it wasn't that he was living for everybody else that he was doing. And you, you can hear that in his promo last night. He's, you know, he's done with the I, I'm, I'm wrestling because I'm wrestling for the fans. He's done with I'm wrestling because this is what wrestlers are supposed to do. The politic and in the, the, the back alley conversations with the office. He, this is a guy that wants to go. I always have to quote Booker T. He don't want no salad. He don't <laughs> want no roll. He don't want no sides. All he want is meat. And that uh-huh. guy, he wants to establish himself as a main event guy in the business that pretty much nobody in, in wrestling can stand up to. And Kenny Omega needs to watch his back because uh, you talk about the belt collector. That's a guy that could really look like the future belt collector. The The biggest thing that I, I wasn't there at these uh, past tapings and the biggest thing that a lot of talent had like text me or talk to me about afterwards they were like, holy crap, is he gigantic? Now, uh, you know, if you're looking at Impact, it was Joe Doring and Moose and then probably myself as the tallest guys there. Now, when you have this, he's a monster. When yeah. he comes in, it, the entire, I guess, attitude of the locker room changes. I, I saw it at... at um Slammiversary when we had all the new talent come in and everybody was roaring to go and in top, top shape. And I, you quickly noticed the locker room, like crap, like they're looking at each other and then they're looking at themselves. I remember, and I've talked about this a lot with when I went from ECW to WWE, where it's the land of the giants. And now like, when you're wrestling, you have to change to that. Um, a lot of people don't realize how big of a person you are, not just we know you're, but like you're a tall man and with your size and people like I remember even when I met you, I was like, holy cow, this guy's a mountain. And uh, W. Morrissey or, or, or Cass, he is a gigantic man. You know, Tom, every time you, you, know, you mention size, um, the first thing that comes to mind is the king size Snickers. Snickers <laughs> satisfies. That's no, not, I, that's not our read yet, Mark. I, I know we, we, we'll get to it, but but you know what? Like, I'm six four, and I and I've wrestled with Big Show. I've wrestled. Uh, Undertaker and Kane and these guys that are six eight, six nine, six ten, seven feet, and there is an uh, an advantage that the big guy has over the little guy, and not only the size and what you can do to them, handling them wise, but just the fact that their presence is pushing down on you. And and people just as you know, you know, you don't like people to stand over you. Like if you're sitting down and somebody walks up and they're looking down on you, mm-hmm. you just don't like it. I, I don't. I, I don't know about y'all, but that's like one of the my pet peeve. I'm like, back up, man. Give me some space. I mean, jeez. Like, 
Um, I I don't like it, and I and he's one of those guys that you, you can't help it. He could back up five feet. He's still seven feet tall, and he's gonna still make you look like a midget. Well, and, I don't know if I you know can use he's that been term, hanging out with DDC, person. who got him, uh, you know, on the straight and narrow, as well as the the incredible shape he's in, has a lot to do with the lifestyle that he's living. He's also, you know, for a lot of fans that don't know this, the guy was going to medical school and then was pulled out of medical school and went and got signed to NXT. So he's got a a, a brain on his Smart shoulders. Smart guy. Yeah. And, and talking about the stuff that he went through even as a kid, the fact that he's putting that aside and he's come to grips with anxiety and all that stuff. And he's just like, hey, I'm doing this. Uh, like we were talking about in the beginning for fun and because I love it has a whole new outlook and meaning uh, in your life. I, I can't wait to hear uh, what the nation thinks about Morrissey because um, he's, he's SWE. He's, he's wrestling with SWE. He's wrestling with impact. Uh, he's also wrestled and made some appearances in other places. Uh, like everybody's getting to see him and uh, I want to hear what the, what the fans think, you know, eight, seven, seven, three, four, 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 eight, nine, three. Like Gabby said that, 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 <laughs> that sometimes that that's, that number is in her head so much that if somebody asked her for a phone number, she's going to give them the hotline number. I thought that was like one of the funniest things in the world. Now, that I, I realized that the number's in my head too. <laughs> so it's not I, like she's think, blowing you off, though. By the way, if you do call in, you do get to speak to Gabby. You so get to talk to her. Yeah, that's life. true. That's true. I mean, you know, Ed, have you ever gave anybody a fake phone number? You're you're expecting a lot of me that I would be approached by so many ladies that I would need to deflect at any point in my life. I'm flattered that you would think that of me. No, but I'm sure when it comes to Gabby, the the instances have been more accumulated than than with me. Well, I, I said that Ed because Thank you, for you know believing. not on not only are you a, a handsome guy, Ed, but you have the voice of power. I you do. have the diction that kind of let lets people know that you you know some things. And intelligence is the new sexy Ed. There's a reason why I chose radio instead of television, but now radio has pictures because we're all in the Zoom box and they put video up on the app and you can see my mug anytime and you. Yeah, and see your mug in the back. And Dave, yeah. I got a, a face behind me thanks to the nation sending me a big head, a fat head, as they call it. I Well, well you do have a big head. It's called let a fat head. <laughs> I'll ask the, the real question. Have you ever gotten a fake number? Oh, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have too. I, I gave Ed a fake number before I knew I could trust him, guys. <laughs> what you're about. Ed, here's here's my number. It's eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three. Call me anytime. I give out that number now because I'm so used to saying it. I was telling Mark, like if I go to, I haven't been to a bar in so long. If a guy was like, oh, what's your number? I would give him the hotline and bust it open because I think I say it more than my own. I once got a fake number, called it, and I found out it was a fake number, and then I went back 
And I asked her, I said, oh, excuse me, did you uh, give me a fake number? And she's like, oh, oh. no, my number is this. Yeah, I called her. Oh, out. so you put so him on you, Front Street. You made a beeline for a payphone and did a little reconnaissance. I like it. I've yeah, never man. given a fake number. That's mean. I just say no. It's not that hard. Are. I'll just embarrass well, you in front I, of I everybody, wherever we are. Gabby doesn't no, want to be deprived of watching their hearts break in real time. Because if you wow. give it, if you give it, if she gives out a fake number, she's not going to bear witness to the the payoff. She wants You're to crush a them in front picture, of her. Picture it. Uh, Gabby is not mean and 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 see what and see what happens, Mark. Hurtful like you, that. She, she you give him an inch and he takes a mile. Now he's out of control and he's trying to make me seem like the bad guy. But I am back, I am really looking now. forward to hearing what the fans think, what the nation thinks uh, about what happened in the week that was and. Um, you know, we don't have Dave LaGreca on today, so we might be able to go to the callers at some point. Um, I'm looking forward to it. So, Tommy, um, getting back to, to Morrissey, did you see how he handled Willie Mack? Like, uh, I did. He's strong. He looks stronger than he was before. Correct. And let me tell you, for a lot of people, judge when you bu- judge a book by its Willie Mack is strong. Willie Mack is a strong, strong person. And Willie also does not work out. He doesn't lift weights. He does nothing but sit on the couch, play video games and eat. But he is athletically gifted and strong as can be. I'm always trying to get Willie in the gym. He just, he's like, nah, I don't want to go. But, you know, Morrissey manhandled uh, everybody in that match. And he manhandled poor Sam Beal. I haven't seen, uh, someone get their ass kicked like that in a while literally like i was watching and relating it to old school enhancement matches like when roddy piper beat the crap out of dudes it was he beat him up and he's there to make a statement and that's the best way to make a statement he made a first impression in front of a a very large audience with rebellion and then on television where you know you talk about going against competition going against the nfl draft Hopefully they'll see it, but if not, you can watch it on, you know, all the socials. Mark, we're going to take a break, and we get back, we'll go right out to the nation. Hey, everyone, this is Nicole Auerbach, and I want to invite you inside the Coaches Clubhouse, a brand-new podcast from SiriusXM that examines what drives coaches on and off the sidelines. We talk to coaches from all different sports and all walks of life about their passion for the profession, their mentors, philosophies, and stories, and also what they care about when they're outside the spotlight. We'll give you a unique perspective on some of the greats in their profession, from Olympic coaches to Super Bowl champions and everyone in between. New episodes out every Wednesday on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and Apple Podcasts. Lindsay from New Jersey. How are you, dear? Hey, guys. I'm I'm hanging in there. Uh, it's been a rough couple of weeks uh, for my family. My my father passed away this week, so oh, I'm uh, you know. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I actually was calling because I, uh, you know, I've, I've been catching up. <laughs> I, I fell behind on all the shows. I've fallen behind. I'm about to open. So I've been trying to catch up, work my way through all the shows. And I was flying home on the plane um, this week um, from seeing my dad. And I put on NXT. And it was uh, the NXT from last week. And it was, um, they opened the show with Kyle O'Reilly and Cameron Grimes. And uh, man, Cameron Grimes made me laugh so hard. <laughs> He made me smile, and I hadn't smiled in, like, days. So, Cameron Grimes, if you're listening, thanks for that. It was really nice. Well, I'll tell you what. Pro wrestling does that. Like, um, 
it's been that constant mainstay for me emotionally. Whatever was going on in my life, uh, positive or negative, um, I always had pro wrestling. So uh, pro wrestling is the savior for us all. Yeah, and Lindsay, it's, the been, fact it's that, been great. The fact that professional wrestling can make you smile on a flight where, you know, you're seeing your father for, you know, the last time or all the emotions that you're going through is, is awesome. And, you know, we love you here on Busted Open. And uh, uh, thank you for sharing that and coming on and just telling us that because, yeah, that happens to everybody. We have to always kind of keep on moving forward. And uh, again, we're very, very sorry. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for, uh, you know, giving me stuff to lift my spirits, as always, during the good times and the bad. And, uh, yeah, you're right, Mark. Uh, professional wrestling is, is a really cool thing that's entertainment, but, but as we all know in the community, so much more. So thanks, everybody. You are welcome. You. Man, I, I love her calling in. Like, she's a super fan and almost won it all. Almost won it all. So there's always next year. Yep. And again, you know, we all go through that and, and wrestling will evoke emotions from me. You know, my father was sick with Parkinson's disease and, you know, it was a rough last five years of his life. And to the point where when I would look at him, he didn't even look like my father. But when I think of wrestling or moments in wrestling, he was my dad and he was, uh, you know, the strongest man I ever seen. And he was the kindest man. And those are always ways how I want to remember him. And it's usually associated with professional wrestling. So, uh, you know, that's cool. Uh, Gabby, let's go to Brandon in Atlanta. Mark, Tommy, good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Actually, where where, where, are you, where on, do you live uh, in Atlanta? I currently live in Austell towards uh, Six Flags, so going west. Okay, so you're away from my favorite soul food joint. I was going to tell you to go Where? by and give me some cornbread and FedEx it to me. Where? The Busy Bee. You know what I'm Where's your... Ooh, you know what? I I'll do that. If you work with me, Mark, I definitely got you on that. Boy, Busy Bee, man. Ooh, my, that was the only place, I, the only soul food place that I ever took my mother to where my mom was like, wow, these people can cook. Also <laughs> she, man, my mom threw hate at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not good. Is also good too. Who's that? <laughs> Pascal's. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Near, um, it's, it's amazing food. See, I got to call in yeah. on Saturdays. We got to talk about food again. It's been a while, Mark. Yeah, man, call food. in and talk to me and Ryan, man. You know, we, we, we're we going to do bagels and barbecue this this, this Saturday tomorrow Ooh. morning. You, Mark, don't get me off topic. I, I love the sound of that. Don't get me off topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, give us give us your NXT, man. You you called in to talk NXT, man. Now, let me get you back on track. I actually wanted uh, – I actually liked the Kyle O'Reilly, you know, Adam Cole segment. Even though it wasn't face-to-face, -face, I like the dynamic of it, and I'm really curious to see what direction they go. And I hopefully I get to see, like, another version of this. Like, my favorite NXT match, or at least series of matches, was Gargano, Ciampa, one, two, and three. And I'm hoping, you know, O'Reilly and Cole can do the exact same thing, at least 
at least in that same realm of, you know, physicality, psychology, and all that. So, well, I can't wait. I really cannot wait for, you know, part two. Well, they, they told great stories. They told yeah. great stories. And, um, Tom, you had a take on that? No, I 1,000% agree with Brandon, and I also love how they set the table for it and uh, where they pe- pulled the camera back to see him revealing. It was kind of like, because that's how we're all watching it. I was a big fan of this week's uh, NXT programming. It set the table for a lot of things to come, and, and I agree those two athletes will tear it up every single time they get into the ring together. So, Brandon, thank you for your call. Thank you. Did you uh, – I was surprised, unopposed about – let's talk about, you know, kind of the ratings that, you know, both NXT and AEW were a little bit down. Uh, AEW went against the presidential election. Both were such solid sh- – uh, not election, president. He was talking. I don't know what he does. Um but the both shows were super duper solid. I, I mean, all all the shows this week were above board. It, there was nothing that was lacking. Um, I'm going to get into it tomorrow with Ryan about what was the best show of the week, and um, that's going to be hard. I'm gonna have to go through. I had. The the famous Mr. Ed sent me a breakdown of every match and every show uh, this week. And I'm going to have to go through it again and kind of relive in my mind uh, what it is that I thought was the best thing because I thought that everything was so balanced. I agree with ca- great matches, great character development. And I think we're talking Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, nothing against what happened on Mondays, just Mondays was kind of like, (laughs) but, uh, both Tuesday, Wednesday, and even with impact, they, they kind of, the pace is set when you're in the ring and the, the talents are going, but it's an introduction of the new talents as well as giving people, uh, time to talk. And especially with NXT, even like the, the backstage segments didn't feel forced and some of the stuff. I said I felt like I was watching a movie on some of the people's uh, backstage stuff where I was just like off the charts great. I really enjoy um, Tuesdays and Wednesdays big time uh, with professional wrestling. Yeah, uh, Cameron Grimes, you know, I'm glad that uh, he was mentioned because um, I don't care what capacity that we have Cameron Grimes. We just need more Cameron Grimes. I mean, that that whole storyline of him with the money is is just it's the best. I mean, I can see him battling for championships. Uh, I know that the championships right now are going uh, elsewhere, but man, he's just too good to be denied. And I love the appearance with Ted DiBiase. So great, so simple, and pop the crowd. And, and you know what, man? Like Ted DiBiase, that 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 guy, he, he's it's like he's never going to get old. <laughs> All he's got to do is hit his laugh. He's good, man. Once he once that laugh comes out, it is over. I go back to being twelve years old, <laughs> and I told him the story of me being in Lafayette, Louisiana, watching him and Junkyard Dog wrestle. Uh, I was in the third or fourth row with my grandmother 
and he remembered the match because the match didn't really get going because uh, there was a piece of metal that stuck out from the ring post and JYD hit it and blood was squirting out every time his heart beat. So they, the, you know, they stopped the match. The paramedics came down and they put him, you know, on the gurney and they held, they had the whole pressure and they got him out of there and he got it all stitched up and everything. And then a bunch of baby faces came out of the back and confronted Ted DiBiase and they, ping ponged him around and uh, gave him a, you know, somebody's finish and all the baby faces got the hand raised. They, that's the way they got out of it. But I, he was like, Oh my God, I remember that. He was like, you were there. I was like, yeah, he was, I said, I was probably like 12 and he was like, Hey kid, don't make me feel old. <laughs> I was like, but I, 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 Ted DiBiase is one of those timeless wrestlers. It didn't matter if, if, if he was with um, uh, world class. It didn't matter if he was NWA, if he was at Florida Championship. It didn't matter uh, if, if he was um, working with WWE or WWF at the time. Like, wherever he was, he was the best, most entertaining guy. And it you know, took for people things. like Hogan – it took for people like uh, Andre to to be above him. Everybody else on the card, Ted DiBiase was the man. Absolutely. Heel or babyface, and perhaps, and I told him this, he could have been Mr. Perfect because he was flawless in the ring. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome back to Busted Open. I'm Tommy Dreamer. He's WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry. And we are here with the current and new knockouts tag team champion, Jordan Grace. What is going on? Thank you for taking the time from your, your extensive workouts and all your pictures that you post for joining us here today. Yeah, you know, Yay! I had to fit in the schedule, Tommy. 
I, you're just busy, for you. busy person. It's just when you're the champ, this is what happens. <laughs> and now we're doing a lot of media this week. Well, hey, you uh, have earned it. Uh, first off, congratulations. I have not seen you since you won the tag titles, and it was very, very cool that Jazz came back. A nice moment at uh, Rebellion. How did it feel for you for uh, winning that championship? It was pretty cool. I, I honestly was just like, man, we're the the second champion since the, they brought the titles back. So it's really an honor to you know have be, have been bestowed that responsibility. <laughs> Now, poor Jazz couldn't get it done, but she picked out a, a partner in you. Did you have a relationship with uh, uh, Rachel before? Um, yeah, we had a couple matches before she went to WWE, so I didn't know her before. It's been quite a while since I've seen her, though, and we never tagged together before Sunday when we actually won the titles. Well, it wow. worked. You guys are now the new champs. You beat Fire and Flavor. You shut up Tasha Steeles and Kira Hogan. That's hard to do. Yeah, it takes a, definitely takes a lot. And, and to turn the sound down. You have to turn the sound down on them. <laughs> oh, yeah, you definitely have to. Every time you, every time you get on Twitch or Impact Plus, you got to turn it down. Turn it on mute. So you're Besides, a Texan. I'm sorry, Mark. Jordan, you're a Texan? Yeah, I'm from Austin. Oh, my goodness gracious. Where where'd you go to school? Um, I, I didn't go to college, but I graduated high school from uh, Pflugerville High School. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I'm out here in, in Lake Travis area, and we'll be doing Okay, that's show. a nice area. Yeah, Ryan McKinnell and I will be doing the show live from the beautiful Austin Studios out here in Lake Travis, Texas. So that's, that's, that's a fancy area. There. I know you see her on social media. She is a strong individual. She's got yes, some, uh, there must be something in that water down in Austin because she's jacked. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love the squat videos. Bare, like that was one of the things that I did early in my career is I would squat barefoot. And like you just can feel the the weight better. I don't know how to explain that. Even with weightlifting shoes on uh, to keep from wobbling around, if, if I'm barefoot, I felt like I was stronger. And Yeah, you feel really connected to the ground, and like it just gives you a good foundation. I don't really like to wear shoes a lot when I do squats. You're, uh, I literally you're, you're, can squat the bar. Oh, stop it, Tommy. I'm serious. You're, I can't um, squat anymore uh, because of my back, because of my neck. I can no longer squat. I used to love squatting, and it's so – I know you get it and she gets it that feeling of putting weight on your shoulder and just hitting it like, and everyone getting psyched up at that moment when it's just you and the weights and you're just like, it's bang when you pop it up and then you mark your, <laughs> you've done it. I love the sound effects. You did it Jordan, at such, what's your, you know, what's your sound you're an Olympian. Effect? You're what's an your Olympian. Sound effect? Like, I'm just trying to give the audience that, that feel of, you know, I can't do that anymore. Um, I literally can, if I squat the bar, I will be laying on my back for the next four days because I have all these injuries from wrestling. I don't regret it, but I do regret, like, I do miss doing exercise. Like, I used to love leg day and squats, putting chalk all over the gym, making it filthy. It's great. Well, when I wrestle for 80 years, I doubt I'm going to be able to, you know, squat, squat anything more than the bar either. 
80 <laughs> years. Wow. Shots fired. Shots fired. Speaking no, of shots, not, not from fired. her. Not from her. She's my she's my friend. <laughs> so what else you got going on here? You you know, you're the champ and uh what else you're here to promote? You got a show coming up? Yeah, tomorrow actually I fly to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and I challenge for another title for the Zello Pro uh, Women's Championship against Lainey Luck. Nice. I think I saw that on your social media. Yeah, she's been she's been champion for over 600 days. So, I'm I've never won two titles in a week, but I'm going for it this week. I like it. Um be like the new Kenny Omega on the women's division. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Just have all the belts. <laughs> Uh, from rebellion, uh, it was the initial reports are coming in that it was probably one of the highest rated, uh, pay-per-views in impact wrestling history to be on that show and, you know, to win a title and all these eyes on the product. How does that make you feel for you? Like, you know, you've been doing this for a while, but you're really hitting your stride. Um, it's pretty awesome. I figured that it was going to be like a, uh, like a widely watched show mainly because, you know, Kenny Omega was on it and all the AEW people were going to be tuning in. So I figured there was going to be a ton of people watching it. And I just wanted to go out there and give people their money's worth. I know that there were a lot of people watched for that uh, Kenny Omega match in Swan, but I wanted to be on that show and show what I could do too. You know, a lot of talent uh, got banged up on that show because everyone's working uh, super duper hard. I saw it on uh, social media, the backdrop cutter on Tasha. I thought she may have, uh, she almost bit it big time on that one. That was exactly how she wanted it to happen. Everybody's saying it was messed up. That was, that was spot on what she wanted to do. (laughs) Hey, it it worked. It nullified her uh, opponent, but then you guys were able to capitalize. Um, (laughs) Is this, I, I know, because I know you, you don't, you haven't been doing a lot of indies. Uh, no, I haven't. I mean, mostly because of COVID, but just in general, I just, I think there's a, a ton of, ta- of like new women wrestlers talent on the indies right now that are just getting used, especially because they're local and usually have to fly places. So I like to f- fly on a specific airline that doesn't have um, everybody sitting right next to each other right now. So, you know, that might be an issue, but yeah, I just haven't been wanting to, I've been wanting to just train and stay at home and be with my dogs, obviously, and my husband. So I just been using it as some downtime. Smart. Well, you don't want to tell you what happened to me when I went and did an indie. I'll tell you off the air. Oh God, I can only imagine. (laughs) World's strongest. Oh, I'm allowed to talk now. Sorry. <laughs> been talking Jordan, to you for two been, hours. I got another friend on the show now. Yeah, he got his he's got his friend on the show. I'm like, I don't want to talk to you, Mark. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's horrible. But you've been you've been doing a lot on social media. I mean, like you you post a lot of pictures. You break. I feel like you're breaking that ceiling of the the bigger athletic woman like China did like y'all y'all are not only athletic, but still doing, uh, posting sexy pictures and, um, letting everybody know that you're beautiful, feminine and, um, 
out there so people can uh, follow you. Like, what what do you are you intentionally wanting to show that part of the athlete? I mean, I've just been feeling good about myself lately, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I finally got some confidence. <laughs> I got some confidence, and you know, I feel good about about that. And I feel like I look pretty good. I'm not where I want to be, obviously, but. I feel like I'm constantly promoting body positivity and I just did um, that photo shoot that that's going to be featured in the upcoming PWI magazine for body positivity, where I had all the the girls of different shapes and sizes come and kind of, you know, bear it all. So I did that and I'm also sponsored by Adam and Eve. So a lot of the, a lot of the sexier posts um, are actually just like advertisements for, for some of their like lingerie and products. Okay. Well, I'm I'm in sex with chocolate, so I I have to make notice of these things. <laughs> I completely understand. <laughs> no one will ever want to see you in lingerie, Mark Henry. Just so for the record, me Listen, either, man. No, he, Mark. Why, needs why to break wear some stuff you're gonna here. just rip off? Why wear stuff you're just gonna rip off anyway? <laughs> I mean, that's well, fair. Your body positivity thing, I thought was really really cool because you know yeah. you also see women on social media hey here's a picture of me no makeup and this is just me for you you went above and beyond to yes to promote that everybody's different everyone is beautiful uh you're talking to myself who's always battled with his weight but i've always been beyond confident and happy in my own skin and and you said it great that you're feeling really really good about yourself and that's why because it does it it takes a lot uh, I jokingly pose naked on the Edge and Christian show, but I was okay with it, you know, and, you know, we did it as a joke, but if I didn't feel comfortable with it, I wouldn't have done it. And, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that you have that and the fact that, because a lot of men and women don't think that they are beautiful or you have to have this standard or this norm, what you're supposed to look like. No, we're all different shapes and sizes. And especially in wrestling, that's what makes it great. Yep. You are spot on. So that's why I wanted to do that body positivity thing. And I just try to promote it throughout all of my social media. Obviously I'm not, you know, five, seven, you know, 120 pounds doing this, this, this kind of modeling stuff. So I just want to, I also get messages all the time from women. Like, Oh, you know, I wasn't confident in my body before I started following you and seeing your posts, but seeing someone with, you know, a similar attainable body size makes me feel better about myself. And a lot of people that suffer from, body image issues they also can suffer from depression and body dysmorphia and eating disorders and all those things because of how you feel about your body lead to physical things like obviously um eating disorders can lead to a myriad of other issues with your body physically so i just feel like it's important to feel good about yourself absolutely um with you being the champion a lot of people are talking about slammiversary will be coming up uh, in a few weeks when there's a lot of talent who's been released, a lot of really, really talented women. Is there anyone that you would love to have be in impact wrestling for you to challenge either in a tag or singles? Well, I think everybody's been talking about the iconics coming. So I feel like that would be really awesome to challenge, to challenge them for the belts. Um, who else got released that I was that I was thinking about? That was a big name. Obviously, so- Samoa Joe. I would I would I probably wouldn't be wrestling him, but it would be awesome just to have him on the show. 
Um, my dream is to my dream is to hit uh, stereo muscle busters with with Smojo. So maybe that'll happen one day. <laughs> just to just tell uh, creative, hey, if they if they got a Scott Steiner, uh, Petey Williams, and you doing the chain on the one show, well, they'll make it happen. I'm just at Impact to fulfill all of my lifelong dreams. <laughs> what about uh, Mickey James? Oh yeah, man! I totally forgot about her, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't have because of that whole social media thing that happened. But yes, that would be awesome. And you know, I didn't know. I don't know if you heard or not, but I think that um, the women's division is going to be like expanding more soon. Fingers crossed. That that's the rumor. So hopefully, we can get all of these girls. Uh, that would be awesome. Kira Hogan, her her idol is actually Mickey James. So I, I know that she's really pushing hard for her to comment <clears throat> that they can have a, a singles match. <laughs> I think she would just start crying if that ever happened. Like the oh, whole she match. Definitely, <laughs> she definitely would. I know she has like bad, some bad anxiety during matches. So I can only imagine what would happen if she got to wrestle <laughs> Mickey James. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> World's strongest. You know what, Tommy? I, I I sit here and I watch the interaction between people that have wrestling relationships, and um, it it really warms my heart to see you smiling and laughing like that because you know Jordan, and we Ryan McKinnell and myself had uh, Jordan on the show uh, a few months back, and you know I've never met her in person. I'm sitting here very envious of her uh, being able to pet her puppy, uh, pet her dog. Uh, um, who, who, who is this? Introduce this this beautiful, fluffy character that's licking your chin. This is Bernice. I'm honestly only holding her because I put her on the ground right now. She will run wild in this bedroom and just destroy a bunch of stuff. So I'm holding her so that she doesn't eat up anything. But yeah, this is Bernice. She's a, a teacup Yorkie and she's just like our little baby. Yeah, my my I'm I'm a dog guy, so uh my dog is sitting here on the floor staring at me like, hey, uh are you are you cheating on me? <laughs> I bet you have a huge like a, dog. I do. I do. Okay, she's yeah. <laughs> she's a hundred pound lab. I just had a feeling she's this one is four pounds. So she's very small. We carry her around in a little like carrier everywhere we go. <laughs> like the baby Bjorn. Yes, exactly. She's just a little baby. Like we, uh, we dress her up. We put bows in her hair. She has like a bunch of dresses downstairs. She's just, she's a, she's a spoiled little girl. You know, they should do something with wrestlers and their pets. And, and just show so. all the wrestlers from every company uh, and their pets. And, um, man, Tommy and I both are dog people. Um, I know, I mean, TJ and Natty are like cat people. Big I time. mean, man, like, are there well, Mark, people? Well, maybe, Mark, maybe that'll be the next uh, photo shoot I put together, wrestlers and their pets. So you give, you give me an idea. <laughs> Well, let me know. I'll 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 go put my wrestling gear on. I'll go get Murphy, and we'll we'll send you a photo. Okay, that would be adorable. <laughs> Mark, uh, yes, I've worked with Jordan for quite some time now. What impressed me besides her athleticism? Um, oh yeah, by the way, gigantic heat, and uh -oh. you posted you doing up and overs, kip ups, uh, handspring thing. 
you are so lucky I wasn't at TV because I would be, where is this? I want to <laughs> see this exactly done. Because it was amazing. You blew me away. And Mark, when I tell you uh, from the first day that I met her, um, she, she wants to learn. She wants to improve. She has that competitiveness. But she would ask me critiques and I would give it to her. And I know you've dealt with this, men and women. People are just, some people just talk to you just to kind of blow smoke up your ass and they don't change. She would change and adapt and be better every time she performed. And even like when I watch her matches and she'd be like, anything? And I'd be like, no, because you're so in the zone right now. And you make your opponents look better or this move looked amazing or you know, when I work with her exclusively, like, you know, at Hardcore Justice, I was the agent for that. And I was like, well, tell me what you would do. And everyone put such great things together. That's why we have this relationship. And it's not, it's a friend relationship. It's also like when you're helping somebody and you coach them and they respond and it's like, wow, this is one of my star players and athletes. That's why I feel I have this relationship. I get it. I get it. And that that's one of the things that I, I really like about, uh, your your style is you you make people work to your standard, and usually that if you're competitive like that, then it's going to raise everybody. Um, if I had one critique in in your style of wrestling, I wish that you would impose your will more. And I realize that you can't destroy everybody because then who are um, who are you beating? But um, I just look at you as being one of the dominant forces in women's wrestling. And I want to see everybody have to gang up on you to take you out. I want to see you slip on a banana peel and somebody hit you with something and they cover you. And then another person covers you and you kick both of them off. Like I want to see you work as a monster, as a giant, because you have those abilities. You know, I hear that critique a lot, actually. And it's it's more more of a a political thing, to be honest, because I can only, um, I guess, push my character that way so much without angering people, I guess you would say. And I think I've I've had this issue a bunch of times, even when when with Tommy, like if someone is uh, insistent on doing something, I usually won't argue with them just to to keep the peace, so to speak. So. I never want to, I never want to just get into an argument or a back and forth with someone during a match. I think that wrestling should be fun. And if, you know, I got to look a little bit weaker than I actually am to make the match better, then it is what it is. But I do hear that critique quite a bit. Mark. Uh, I think that everybody, uh, Tommy is going to have to have uh, uh, understanding of roles and the whole term that the rock uh, would say, know your role and shut your mouth, um, you know, did not come from him. It wasn't something that he made up. It was uh, uh, during that time, um, Pat Patterson, who is like one of my favorite people ever, um, would say that everybody has a role to play and everyone has to know theirs. In pro wrestling, the story that's told is what gets everybody over. It's not the, always the individual. And you have to put your um, selfish ways 
away so that everybody can flourish. And if you being the giant, the, the, the strong character, the, the, the monster character, then I have to work faster. I have to, I have to make you tired. I have to make you test your endurance, make people work to do that. And, uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm, I'm a psychology one-on-one guy, like what it takes to get me down is going to be a myriad of things. It's not going to be, you know, somebody hit me with a super kick and then I'm going to go down or they, you know, a neck breaker. You might try to give me a neck breaker, but I'm going to catch you. And then I'm going to swing you and give you a sidewalk slam. Like it, it, we can go from there. I'll miss something. Now you can hit me with something. Now you can hit me with something else. It's like everybody's story is different and there shouldn't be politics. That, that's, that's a place where uh, everybody should know their role and shut their mouth. I, I'm, I'm in, I'm in agreement with you. That's all I can say about it. I'm in agreement. Mark, let me tell you, I've been in a battle royal with her and uh, we had a side bet uh, over something and she <laughs> won the bet and then she punched me in the stomach. <laughs> so I don't, we don't argue that much. And she brought that punch. I was like, oh, you stiff son of a bitch. What about, uh, we have, we saw it a lot pre-COVID uh, intergender matches. I know you got thrown in there in a few uh, of those matches. Do you like doing them? Are you looking forward to maybe doing them again? I do like doing them. Um, the last one I had, it's been a minute. It was that uh, X Division title match. I don't remember exactly when that was, but that was the last one I did. Um, and I just haven't been getting booked in them a lot lately on the Indies or at Impact, obviously. So I definitely do like doing them. I'll, I'll probably be doing them the rest of my career, to be honest. Absolutely. Um, and we were talking about before with Kenny Omega, with uh, you were another vocal woman in the Impact locker room about, hey, how come this is just going for the men where you could jump between companies how come you know you wouldn't want to face you know how come you can't be in AEW or facing their champions is that that's something you're looking forward to yeah it's definitely something I want to happen hopefully sooner rather than later but uh, I guess we'll see obviously it's not up to us or we'd already be there by now right yeah oh yeah trust me I just want to get my hands back on Christian and start beating him up for all the years where were you where were you this past week I will tell yeah. you off air, but I wasn't. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't. Well, I, this, I literally this just time. realized you weren't there. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for missing me, buddy. <laughs> I would pay a lot of money to see Jordan and Jay Cargill. Yeah, Boy, that would be really cool. I would pay big money. I mean, woo. That that would that would be the main event. You you I wouldn't want to go after that. <laughs> yeah, I I'm think serious. she's you she's gotta... amazing. Yeah, she's she's just like, I mean, I can't think of someone as a woman with a better body in wrestling, and she's also like she had her debut essentially on AEW. So that just goes to speak about how good she got, how like so fast too. So she was training at you know Cody Rhodes School, and she. She started wrestling at AEW like first thing, and she's just incredible. Um, 
before we have to let you go, uh, can you plug your event again yes. and then give us your social so more people can follow you and more people can be a part of the whole Jordan Grace experience? Okay, so tomorrow I wrestle Lainey Luck for the Zello Pro Women's Championship in Milwaukee. Milwaukee, how do you say this? Milwaukee, Milwaukee Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, it's going to be streaming live on Fight. There's not going to be very many fans in attendance because of COVID, but if there's tickets left, you can go to zellopro.com to get those tickets. And Lainey has been with a women's champion there for over 600 days. So I think it's long due that someone else gets a chance at that title. Nice. And how do we follow you on socials? You can follow me everywhere, Instagram, Twitter, social media, Pinterest, probably uh, at Jordan Grace. It's spelled J-O-R-D-Y-N-N-E, Grace. Well, thank you. And uh, I will text you after the show just to okay. catch up and uh, let you know everything that was going on. Please and, do. Uh, I can't be happier for your success always. And uh, I look I'm for more and more Tommy. bigger and better things for you in your career. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you, Mark. Way to go, Texan. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.